and welcome to this Spirit Feels Sunday. Today, 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 oh, how do I give God thanks and praise? Are you delighted today to be blessed, to embrace and enjoy this Spirit Feels Sunday? Thank you for tuning in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. I tell you today, 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 I just want to encourage someone today that's dealing with the perplexities that family can bring. I came to this podcast today because, you know, I wasn't going to highlight anything in particular But do you know the Lord, he just, I tell you, it's a beautiful thing when God walks with you and talks with you along life way. Amen. Yesterday, I I went to pay my respects and regards to a friend of mine from years gone by. You know, we met back in 83 and we would connect and disconnect and reconnect and we would connect and disconnect well we connected and from that point on we would just disconnect because of distance and then we would reconnect and keep in touch and then we would disconnect because a lot of times I was doing a lot of moving around but one thing I can definitely assure you that no matter what whenever I called her she would answer and she was kind of like a sister you know, and she would always make sure that that everything was okay. You know, in the beauty of our relationship, we didn't keep tabs on who was the last person to call or who haven't called in a while. Whenever I would just filter through in the area, I would always give a call. Sometime I couldn't make it by, sometime I could. But I haven't actually just sat among them. And when I say years, I mean years. I'm talking about at least maybe, oh my goodness, maybe 29, 27 years, you know. Um, I know at least 25. I mean, just sat among the family until yesterday, because yesterday, uh, sadly, there was a homegoing service for her only sibling. Her mother had two girls. And so her sister had passed away. And although I didn't make it to the ceremony, you know, God kept compelling me to go, to go. Because, you know, some days I have my days, and especially when it's very hot. You know, I just don't, the hot, the heat doesn't do me as well. But anyway, I pressed and I went on. And when I got there, I tell you, I spent the day. And as I sat there... In the midst of them, you know, I really saw a loving family. And the reason I just realized it was so loving is because out of all the diverse spirits, even from the little kids, they were all playing together. They had their little fallouts and then they'll fall back in. But I looked at all the grown-ups because, see, the last time I saw her, her little girls were kids. And now, not only were her daughters grown-ups, but they had kids. And one thing I realized, you know, you got your, what I call, your mother personality. So that was the cousin. 
And she had me cracking up all day, off and on yesterday. Because she could sit there and she could check everybody. And she could tell them just what she thought and just how she felt. And But I always knew she was like that. She's always been bold in speech. But you know, sometimes in families, as children grow and they develop their own personalities, when people in the midst of the family are bold in speech, of course, it brings a lot of offensive attitudes in a lot of families because you know I know I can speak and say in my family you know I used to have a cousin that whenever she came around all the kids would you know have something negative to say and then I had an auntie you know people used to be the same way but the thing that let me know that the love rest ruled and abided in that family each person just spoke boldly and they spoke openly and they laughed and talked about whatever they decided to talk about and all was well. Everybody that came and laughed, you know, they still came and they they came in a hug and they left with a hug. Nobody jumped up and ran out and went to talking about what this person said and they shouldn't have said that and why they said it because it was some bold stuff that was said. But everybody I noticed yesterday that had all these different personalities, nobody got, or either what I say, they didn't show that it it bothered them that much that nobody argued, nobody had an argument, not one person. And I listened and there were things that were said that was like, wow, was that said? Because it was something, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. But 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 the but the cousin I called a Madea person, you know, she said something about one of the children's dad that I know sometimes people would have jumped up if they wouldn't get angry and ready to fight. But you know, all that showed me is because the daughter of the dad, she said, Well, yeah, yeah. And she stayed respectful to her elder. Now, her elder, this particular cousin, I think she a couple of years younger than me. So that means she's not an old person. Because I know I think she's younger than me. Because I'm thinking I graduated before she did. I'm almost certain I did in high school. But the, but the, but the most profound message about this, and the reason I'm sharing this testimony, because I hope it can bless a family to overcome that that's why I say the biggest part of love is when you can still come together, you know, and you can embrace people for who they are. Even if somebody say something, people don't always have to jump up, fuss, fight, or feel like the person who is bold in speech is out of order. Because like I said, this cousin been that way. She didn't just get that way. Because I said that to her, I said, girl, you have not changed. She said, oh, no, honey, I'm going to still say what I got to say. But it did not stop the love, and it didn't make everybody in the room want to scatter or jump up and say, I'm leaving. You know, I loved it that. I loved it that people 
can get along and embrace people for who they are and have a mental understanding that that's just who she is. But we know at the end of the day, she loves us. Because I know they have to know that about her. Because only thing she gave sound advice, she gave it straightforward. And what I say, she didn't put a chaser on it. But one thing about it, I do believe, because that's when you know real love in the family, that they can pick up a phone and call her at the last minute and say, well, look, cuz, can you do this for me? Or can you do that for me? And they still are willing to do that. And that's when you know people love you. Not people who tit for tat and say, well, no, I'm not going to do it because they still stuck on what you said that offended them. You know, and she was just straight up. She said, you know, I am not trying to fall out with God. And she was saying something about, you know, her brother recently came and his 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 female now. And I said, well, you do you ever see, I asked this question, do you ever see his um ex? And she just explained, you know, yeah, they they came but and brought the children. She said, but the children could come, but she can't come. She said, now I'm saved, but God ain't delivered me. Something she said real funny. And it was funny, but at the same time, she's not for real. You know, and I just I just thought that that was the most beautiful thing about fellowshipping with that family yesterday. That they respected their elders. And like I say, I think the oldest person in the room may have been me. They respected their elders. They kept their children out of the living room. You know, I don't care what was going on. When those kids start coming and hanging around, they was like, get out of here. Go back there with the kids. Go out there on the porch. Go play in the yard. You know, we weren't constantly engaged with all these kids in the midst of us. And it reminded me so much of those old school families. You know, when all the kids had to stay to themselves and quit, kids couldn't even, I'm telling you what I witnessed. And it amazed me because they weren't steady butting in, asking questions, or can I, can I, because when they got ready, they would cut them off and say, uh, uh, go on back there. Or they would answer them and say, well, I don't care. But they didn't allow them to just hang in the midst constantly in and out of their laps and in and out of their faces and in and out of other people's faces. You know, and as I sat there and I just observed that family because truly they are a blessed family. They are a very blessed family. I mean, in many ways, spiritually, financially, you know, uh, everybody got good jobs, everybody got good cars, you know, status quo family. And that's when God brought to me See, people don't realize sometimes when a family, when you look at a family and you start seeing everybody in the family keep going through hardships and hardships and hardships. See, that's what I'm at in my life. And I sit down and think, what is really going on, God? And God will begin to reveal to you because there's no love there. See, and love is not conducive to people saying the right thing. Or acting the way you want them to act. Love is conducive to embracing people that whatever they are, if you got a, a ain't mother in your family, be okay with ain't mother. See, that's how we grew up. If you got an uncle that always turned things 
upside down. So everybody just sit in the uncle home and they stay there. But you know what? So many families do not have that camaraderie to have the patience and love, especially and respect for the elders. And then you begin to look around and wonder why these things keep happening. And I'm not to say that this family is not exempt from heartaches and hurt. And even there, we were all fellowshipping because of a grievous occasion. And and the cousin that reminds me of the mother of the family, uh, she even mentioned that last year somebody at the same time frame, very close, passed away. And the year before that, and they she was reminiscing on when they all came together. But they have an awesome family reunion every year. And they was talking about, you know, where they're going this year. And I just sat there and I began to glean from the love. You know, and even the people that came in, neighbors and friends, I know they had to feel it as well. I mean, they 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 asked people to take to go plates. I mean, the 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 house lady, she just gave away trays of food. Nobody wasn't harboring anything. Get you something to eat. Get you something to drink. Matter of fact, take a whole tray and and be a blessing. Because she had said if it was too much food left, she was gonna take it and donate it. See, it's that kind of love. There's so many families have moved away from just moved away from it and then they they sit back and wonder what's the problem what's the problem with this person and that person and why there's no unity because people have gotten away from respecting their elders and see it wasn't about respecting your elders because who got the most money or the fanciest car or the most wisdom and knowledge see that didn't used to be in families you were respected because you was blessed to live longer and therefore we know that generally God has graced you with more experience to teach us something see that's how the old school way was Because a lot of times those elderly that taught us, they hadn't even graduated. Some of those older people like my grandmother, they had to go back to night school. They couldn't even help us with homework. Oh, my God. I hope somebody just got that. They couldn't even help us with homework because they went to night school. They couldn't help us in a lot of areas. They couldn't impart in us words for the current generation. See, they taught us from the old school way. And when we thought in the 70s we were hip, they didn't embrace us with that foolishness. That was foolishness to them. We might have got away with the afro or some bare bottom pants, but they kept the rules strict up in the camp. There's just certain things you couldn't just bring in the house. And I mean, a lot of times it was even your boyfriend. So he sure couldn't stay the night in there. Oh, no, no, no. But you know why I say families have changed? Because I looked at the same structure yesterday. But with the younger generation. And I said, wow. Wow. That's a blessing. That whatever was structured in them growing up. A lot of it I saw yesterday 
that they all still holding on to. And that has passed down even to the little bitty kids that was in there. Don't, don't talk back. Don't be disrespectful. And then one of them got upset and they said, we don't care about you getting upset. Take your, take your tail back there. You'll be all right. Go play. And I was sitting there because these young parents now, these are not old parents. These are young parents, like in their 20s. And some of them may be in their early 30s. But I had to kind of call the kids to figure out, and I still didn't figure out all the kids, who kids were who. Because most of the time, you you about got to trip over kids in, in a lot of houses I go to because they all in the way. And if they not in the way the whole time, they in the way most of the time. They're, they don't make them. And if you, you, you make them go to a room, they constantly out in your face. And I know it had to be about maybe maybe 20 adults in the living room. Somewhere in that vicinity or 15. And there were people in and out, grown-ups. But most of the time, like I said, and they were kids when they came in. They invited them to go back in there with the kids. And unless a grown-up was talking to them, I didn't really see them butting in. And one of them was very helpful, one little girl, because I asked the house lady, I said, do you have some water? And then their granddaughter said, yeah, she got some. She said, it's in the cooler, you know, on the back porch. She said, I'll go get it for you. I said, that is so sweet. Thank you. She gave me that water. She stood there for a minute, and her mother said, now go on back there with the children. (laughs) Go outside. You know, and I gave her a hug and thanked her. But it was just refreshing. That's why I want to make this podcast today, to just talk about a refreshing environment, a refreshing atmosphere. You know, everything doesn't have to be Chaotic. Everything doesn't have to be done because you live with somebody and you got to get along with them. I don't know how they live outside of yesterday. But what I do know is how they came together yesterday to make me believe that on a regular, they still have to have something in them that causes them as a deeper love to say, you know what? We're going to support each other. We're going to come together. And everybody, like I said, just came together. And it was such a beautiful thing to see. In spite of. And when I tell you I was more quiet yesterday than I think I have been in a long, long, long time sitting among a group of people. Because what I was doing was just watching the love. And just amazed, actually, because for so such younger generations, it's just rare for me to experience that, you know. And I just want to say that I was honored and delighted to be in the midst of that kind of love yesterday. To see that no matter what family personalities this person got and that person have... And that person have, and that because everybody had different personalities, trust me and believe my from my observation. But it didn't stop them from coming together. Nobody was nitpicking about who did what, who didn't do what, 
and why they didn't do it and who shoulda, coulda, woulda said. Nobody, <coughs> excuse me, got upset with the, with the, with the, with the aunt, aunt, um, what, Tyler Perry, Madea. Nobody got upset with the aunt Madea who, who cousin. And pretty much, she orchestrated the floor from the time she came in until I left. Everybody mostly was attentive to everything she said. And even though it was bold in speech, and I know some of them young kids, because of the times, the signs of the time, but nobody disrespected her. Nobody said, let me go because she's speaking out of order. Or she shouldn't have said that. Because, see, I've been around people who give you that kind of feedback. But everybody cordially still sat around and respected her as their elder. So let's just be mindful that when we have those fellowships to come together as elders and, and people who have paved ways and who have shown us in words and deeds how much they truly love us in spite of the fact you may not always say what they want to hear but embrace them anyhow it only adds blessings to your life and I mean good blessings see they have understood the scripture and this is the scripture I'm going to Leave on this note. Obey those who have rule over you. And there's another scripture comes to mind, and I don't know exactly the location right now, but that's 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 what Google can come in real quicker than me searching this in the Bible. But I can promise you it's in there. Give honor to whom honor is due. You know, a lot of times people will honor their pastors and they will honor the first lady and they will honor whoever somebody is, is giving acclimates to in, in, in different settings like a lot of these graduates that's graduating. And that's a beautiful thing. But they will not give honor to the ones that pay the way what honor is due. These are people that come in and out of their lives for season. Unless people are honoring their own graduates. Now, if you're honoring your own child. But I've looked on, you know, social media and seen where people are giving honor to nieces and nephews and cousins. And that's a beautiful thing. But how often are you honoring your elders? How often are you honoring your parents? The people who set landmarks and paved the way. And sometimes the pavement may have been rough. And it may have had some cracks and dents. But somewhere if you're still living. And you are able to do what you're doing in your life. And you're not on skid row. Then somewhere those people that set the pathway, they had to do something right. They might have not have did everything right, but they had to do something right. If they raised you and they nurtured you and they covered you through prayers and protection from the big bad wolves and the booger man, 
Because there's a lot of them out here in society. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Honor people in their positions because it will only generate blessings to your life. If you're going through something and you're struggling with your children or you're struggling with your life, then maybe somewhere you drop the ball and recognize it. See, because that's godly. It is godly to recognize our heritage. Now, if your mother wasn't there, your dad wasn't there, and you got your feelings caught up, well, you know, it'll take God to deliver you from that. But for those of you who are listening, and you know who your patriarchs are, and you know the sacrifice and the commitment and the dedication that it takes, honor them and their positions. You know, when I looked at the house lady, two daughters, they riding in nice new cars. And, and when I looked at the other uh, cousins, siblings, all these kids, they, they, they are either, ble- one is going to medical school to be a doctor. You know, everybody, I could see the hand of God that has blessed their natural life. So that's a blessing. And sometimes it's not because of people's last name and how important they may think they are, but because of the love that God requires us to give people. And that's what they do. Amen. Amen. You all have a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord. Because I'm at this place in my in my life right now where it's not the stuff or the things. See, I have this saying. I don't know if any of you all ever heard it, but the streets don't owe me anything. You know, I've had my days up until I was 20 years old. I I started traveling by myself when I was six. So by the time I was 20, I had traveled from the north, south, east, and western hemisphere of the United States. I had I, I had experienced flying in a plane from the time I was 11. So I've taken my journey and I've been blessed to move around. I started riding in the limousine my first time when I was 17. And then I dated lawyers and I've dated doctors. So, I mean, I've, I've seen life on both sides. And then at the same time, I've, I've dated guys who had occupations that were street occupations. You know, so all I'm saying is this. When you become cultivated from your diversity of interchangement with people, then and the things that may impress other people and the things that people chasing now, you know, and desiring, that's not my desire anymore. Because, see, I have enough shoes, enough clothes, and, and enough stuff for where I go. It's not that important anymore. And I'm not knocking anybody that's still chasing and striving for that. But what I'm striving for now is to be right with God. To be right in my thoughts. To be right in my feelings. To be right in my my mind and in my heart. And the things that I think about. 
and the things that I process, was it right or was it wrong? And the things that I say, did I say something to help somebody or did I say something to hinder somebody? Because if I said something to somebody, I want to say something to help them from heartaches or headaches or danger or pain. Oh, my God. You know, and it amazes me because I I took another visit before I went to fellowship with that family. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to bring this podcast to a close for the day. But like I say, I hope somebody is truly an overcomer by my testimony. But I said something to a lady yesterday. And I said something that I felt would bless her. But somebody came behind me and said, I should not say that. And so I thought, okay, times have changed. And what I said to the individual, they moving backwards. Because it was extremely hot. They came in, they bought groceries. And I asked the question because I wasn't sure. I said, well, where's the baby? Because they could have stopped along the way and took their baby somewhere. They said, oh, they in the car. So my comment was, was, that's backwards. That was just my comment, just that simple. That's backwards. Because you bringing food in and it's hot and I'm thinking instead of the baby. So anyway, the person that corrected me said, well, maybe the baby in the air conditioner in the car. And I said, well, you know, it, but still, people would drive off with an air conditioned car with the baby in there. You know, once you leave out, I'm thinking you bring the baby in first and then go back and get the other stuff. But see, that's the old school way. That's the way I did stuff. But they said to me, they said, well, if that happened, then they'll learn. And my thing is this, why do some tragic need to happen for somebody to learn the lesson when they can just listen, oh my God, to just sound advice? But you know what that showed me yesterday? Sound advice is not sound anymore. People don't want you to say something that can help somebody and bless their life to keep them from hurt and harm and danger. So you know after that, I said a few things, and then God said, hush. Sometimes, you know what? We just have to hush. When you see that good words, like old school, where people used to embrace and think about it. And if they didn't think about it, they didn't over-talk to try to correct the elder who said something that is a blessing. Opposed to not saying nothing and just hope somebody learn they listen after something like that happened. Who want to learn after you done let somebody drive off with your... Oh, my God. Times have truly changed. And I'm seeing more and more that God is instructing me, even in this podcast, that it is only for those who are seeking the change and willing to embrace for their blessings because there's nothing that I'm saying on any of these podcasts that don't help somebody be blessed. And sometimes when people see the things they say, they don't realize what difference it makes in their own personal life. Because if you can't embrace truth and you can't embrace words that will help bless a life and keep from harm, or danger. And sometimes, just like I had to hush, sometimes even if a grown-up say something you don't agree with, you don't have to give any feedback. 
But all that said to me was to hush. So I got quiet. I sat there. I let everybody know before I decide to leave that I love you. I gave them hugs because I don't have any hard feelings. I don't. The older I'm getting, the only thing that God is showing me now is we need to just do like the old people got with me. Sometimes they used to hush and just pray. So that's why I am now. I give out to those who want to embrace. And those who don't, I'm learning to hush and just pray for them. Not be quiet, but do like the old people used to say, just hush. <laughs> so I hear my spirit of God in me. Sometimes we just have to hush and pray. And extend the words of wisdom that will help bless lives and bless. Because whenever a grown-up is blessed, it bless your children life. That's why we have to be careful what we say. And what not only what we say to people, but what we say about people, even in their absence. We have to be careful. Amen? Because blessings of the words generates a lot of things. You all go on and continue to have a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord. And as always, may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. It's a spirit-filled Super Sunday. And I hope this message helped encourage somebody's ears to change things, to be a blessing to yourself, your children, and your family. God bless. Peace out.